I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. I was in the countryside by myself for this work opportunity and it was like all of these things that I hadn't faced suddenly mm -hmm. came to the surface and for no reason at all I started feeling very low my energy just completely dropped I don't know how else to describe it other than like it was like my chi had left me my energy had left like I couldn't even like stand up without using a lot of energy I felt hopeless mm -hmm. and I'm a person that's all about us being on a soul mission and we're here for yeah. a reason and yeah. suddenly I just felt like hopeless I was yeah. like I was like nothing matters now let the magic begin Hello, hello, and Jai Mayomis. It's Raquel, and I'm in the beautiful state of Wyoming right now. We got a lot of critters here. It's a sunny day outside, and it's a tip bit nippy, but <laughs> that's my attempt at a cowgirl accent. Because <laughs> we got a lot of cowgirls here. No, I'm I'm in I'm in Wyoming. It's wildly beautiful because we are near one of the most majestic mountains on Mama Earth the Grand Tarhi, and I just came from the top of the mountain looking over the scenery and feeling really calm and grounded here, especially since there's been so many magical moments. And one of them I happened to actually capture unintentionally, by the way, for you with my phone. So I'm driving around with my parents, 
So once we enter Wyoming, we get a little lost. We start headed up towards Yellowstone. <laughs> and when we recognize that, we turn around, we found our way back on track. Then, then, you know, we miss another road. And when we recognize that, at that moment, my dad does a pretty dangerous U-turn. <laughs> there was a cliff right there and a windy road where a car could just come and it kind of scared me. Yet, I'm happy he did because of what's to come. So I wanted to take a video of how beautiful the scenery was and that we could see the Grand Tarhi. And I turn up the music to get into that mood because I was listening to Into the Wild on repeat for the drive, by the way, by Shiloh Ray Sunshine. And it's on my new Shakti playlist on Spotify if you haven't checked that out. Anyway, I take out my phone, open up the Instagram app to do an Insta story, press record, and just moments later, there's a little bear cub staring at us. <laughs> staring at us in the wild as we're going into the wild <laughs> and then the little bear cub runs up the hill and it was just one of the most magical moments I posted that on Instagram because I mean I, how could I not share that with you if I captured it <laughs> yeah being here has been just a nice calming and grounding time to connect with my family and if you listen to my part three, I don't remember which part I talked about it, but I talked about, you know, how spending time with your family can be one of your most triggering things. But for whatever reason, after I said that and I have more awareness of it, I've been able to hold my space, which I noticed has actually helped anchor my dad and his tension and keep him calm and happy. And also this tranquil place that's away from home and away from work for him is everything he needs. So we are here to celebrate my brother and his new fiance. Get him married. <laughs> I have so many soul sisters like many of you, but it's exciting that one of my soul sisters is becoming a human sister for our human experience. And she is a divine goddess. I'm so thankful to celebrate their love as they tie the knot today in a few hours. They remind me and expand me in knowing that true love exists and it is possible for any person at any age. I mean, Sean, he never thought he would get married again. This is his second marriage. And Sandy, she never thought she would ever get married, never cared to get married. She barely even cared to date. She's such an independent woman with a capital W. Yet, they met their person. <laughs> it surprised her family that not only did she meet him last year, that they're soon to be married and it's beautiful because she had the mindset like yeah i don't need to be married in life and you know i i feel that too i feel like maybe i'll just have a life partner and maybe i won't get married but i also do see the beauty in marriage and though i've transitioned from once being engaged to then just absolutely not believing in marriage <laughs> to now just being in the camp that i don't really care if i get married or not i do want a life partner to experience life with but i do see the beauty and value of marriage if two humans simply just want to have that human experience to celebrate love and not to have to prove anything not to be contractually obligated by the government to stay together because of a damn paper just to simply express their love for each other to the world in a grand way expanding our minds that true love exists and going in it knowing that for whatever reason if they evolve or they float apart it's okay to a consciously uncouple because we're boundless as they honor their souls that they know they just want to be together they don't have to be together 
because of a paper. So they love each other so much, they want to celebrate it with loved ones. And I'm happy to celebrate it with them. Who doesn't want to celebrate love? <laughs> That's what we're here for. And by the way, today's guest, I'll tell you about her, but she also is engaged, which she never thought she would ever get married. But it happens, and she has a very conscious, high-vibe relationship with her boyfriend she met in Ubud, because she lives in Ubud. I actually met Victoria when I lived in Ubud, Bali. She was one of my first friends, and in this episode, you'll get to meet her. She is a true soul sister. In fact, in the beginning of this episode, we're talking about how we're both double Leos, and we can't believe we didn't even know it all these years, that I didn't know she was a double Leo. I didn't even know I was a double Leo and vice versa. But we always knew that there was some sort of similar paralleled connection. Victoria is one of my nearest and dearest friends and who also lived in Ubud when I was living in Ubud because we just had that soul connection. And you'll hear my excitement to be around her in my voice. <laughs> when I was editing this, I was like, calm down, Raquel, calm down. I was genuinely really excited. And then I did ground a bit towards the end of it but you know <laughs> that's how I get but this episode was spontaneous this was one of my favorite episodes probably because of its spontaneity I was just hanging out with Victoria she picked me up on her moped I happened to be staying at the same place that she's going to be holding a retreat which was a crazy synchronicity and then as we're talking and we go up to the pyramids of chi and we start talking about what had happened the past few years. We realized that there was a lot of paralleled experiences and one of them being facing a period of darkness, which can feel especially hard when you feel like I do all the things. I meditate, I practice yoga, I do breath work, I walk around in nature, I do all the things yet, why do I feel this way? And so Victoria and I talk about that experience and what we brought into our awareness that helped us honestly heal it and have compassion for it and dance with it, befriend it. <laughs> As we were talking, I had a little thought whisper. Perhaps you should record an episode with her right now. But, you know, I, I was like, all right, I'll pocket that thought for a little bit. And when we went to eat, I had the nudge again and I just said it and she felt it. She's like, let's do it. So when we finished eating, we went to my place and you'll, you'll hear that the sound, because we were in a spacious yoga shalas, so it's not the best for acoustics. And we had one mic set up for just the two of us in the middle of the floor, her and I sitting on the floor in the yoga shala, which was perfectly fine. We felt great. It could be worse. And right now, by the way, I don't even have my microphone. I'm using my computer, if you can probably tell that there's a difference. <laughs> and it's funny. <laughs> there was a moment where the cleaners came in, you might hear some sweeping in the background, some sinks turning on, perhaps a toilet flushing, and we roll with it. <laughs> Victoria, by the way, I'm so beyond amazed by what she has gifted the world since I saw her, as her and I were both just dipping our toes into all of this when we lived in Bali. She still lives in Bali, and she helps so many humans really expand their consciousness. That's one of her gifts. She's a breathwork facilitator. 
and she works with conscious entrepreneurs and creatives and activists and spiritual teachers. She's just so well-rounded. I'm so thankful that she's in my life. I'm so excited for you to hear this magical, spontaneous moment with one of my soul twins, <laughs> Victoria Bowman. All right, it's time for Yomi Review of the Week from Leah A. Raquel, there are no words to describe how your podcast has helped my soul in so many ways. I'm going through a darker time, round two, and simply hearing your voice brings me closer to the light of healing. You are a magical human being and your beauty radiates all across, all the way across the world. You've awakened something creative in me I never knew was there and can only dream to meet you in person one day and connect. Keep on shining your light. You are amazing. XOXO, Leah A. from Pennsylvania, USA. Leah, (laughs) beyond grateful to relate to you. And I'm so thankful that this podcast can be a pocket of light for you, a sliver of the light for you even in some way. So Leah... This episode is for you and also for anybody else out there that might be going through a darker time. And especially, I know it can be so hard when you really are on that spiritual path, but really you'll see that there's a reason for it. So Leah, thank you so much for sending this and you keep shining your light too. You are amazing as well. Love you. (laughs) All right. Now with all that being said, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Victoria Bowman. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I saw your tattoo and I was like, wow, that's beautiful. I resonate. I'm a double Leo. What? I've met so few double Leos in my life. I don't think I've met any. Ta-da, here's the first but in front of you. I've known one for so long, two and a bit years. Well, I just found out I was a double Leo a few months ago. I had my first full like, astrological reading, yes. and I actually got my birth time from my mom, so I yeah. could figure it out. And I was like, I, I spent my whole life thinking I was a cancer because I was born right on the cusp, and everyone's like, yeah, you're a cancer. And then a few months ago, I got a reading, and he's like, no, you're a Leo. Not only are you a Leo, you're a double Leo. And then I'm like... Yes, and now your light is shining. (laughs) What is your rising? Oh, I forget. I forget what my rising is. Okay. My rising is a Cancer. Mm. And it wouldn't surprise me, actually, if you were also a Cancer rising, because you do have such a gentle energy. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Juicy. Juicy. (laughs) Wow. And I can see how people would assume you're a Cancer, but you're now, like, tapped into your authentic self, which is so Leo. Yeah, and it's interesting. Um, One thing that the person that was doing my reading said is we typically define Leo as the male Leo, who's the lion. Yeah. We don't necessarily tap into, like, the lioness and what the lioness energy is. So I really resonate with the lioness. I'm not always on stages needing to be the center of attention but like when I want to be out there doing my thing I'm out there doing my thing same and that's I think the type of moon that we were born under I suppose Mm -hmm. makes it slightly so we don't resonate fully with the majority of Leos as far as that part which me I actually have as a child grown up in this world of needing to be in the spotlight Mm -hmm. so that was actually a thing for me but in a different way when I'm tapped into 
my truth and highest self, where it's not so much about feeding that ego and like, here's me, shine, all eyes on me, but more of like a collective spotlight. Mm. It's, so, it's so different. Yeah, and from service, yes. and from just showing up as ourselves. Yes, Yeah. exactly. Wow. Sister, we sister. keep feeling into ah. the sister lineage between us. That's beautiful. I mean, there's always been something about you since I met you to, I love that tune a bit, tune a bit years ago. You know what? It's got to have been three because I feel like it was in 2016, Maybe. but I don't know. I don't know the timelines, time's but illusion. time's a total illusion. But we met at Hubud, in yeah. Ubud. Yeah, there was something that felt familiar. Mm-hmm with you mm-hmm. and then even when I just saw you again today and that energy that smile as like oh home like literally actually that was the word that came to me I was like home that's so beautiful <laughs> and it's so beautiful I feel that with a few people in my life where you meet them and you're just like you can just be so at ease with them and it's yeah. just a feeling of home it's that that soul family feeling yes like the girls that I told you about at Sayuri, they met at Sayuri, and you know they looked exactly alike. Yeah. Um, but they had that feeling of home. It's so beautiful. With each other. So beautiful. Yeah. It's nuts how last time we saw each other in Bali, we were in such specific places in our lives, and yes. we we met, we hung out, and then we left, and each of us went on these radical journeys yes. and then we're meeting up again today and it's like oh my goodness so much has happened the evolution with everything and in between like when even though you and I it's this is one reason why I have her on here right now um even though you and I parted way it's not that we parted ways it's just we went different journeys there's so many parallels between what was going on emotionally and spiritually like on an energetic level yeah which is I had no idea about and you had no idea about, because you don't listen to my podcast, and I wasn't really on Instagram, and so I didn't know what was going on with you. I know. It's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. And the and same month. The same month. We were going through the same thing. It was all year, but I remember May and June was, like, really, really hard. Yeah. 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 Same for me. May and June of last year were really, really intense. Yeah. What happened? Well... I had always been like a pretty upbeat, go, 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 can get through anything, can always have a smile on my face kind Mm -hmm. of person. And so much had been happening in my life. Um, I was going on tour with my two colleagues of the O2 Awakening. We were doing Mm -hmm. breath work all over the world. Everything was going super well. Like our business was expanding so fast and we were meeting people and it was just such an exciting go, go, go time. And then... I all of that paused for a moment because I flew to this small town in Canada um, to do some work there for a month and suddenly I was just in stillness. I was like in the countryside by myself for this work opportunity and it was like all of these things that I hadn't faced suddenly mm-hmm. came to the surface and for no reason at all I started feeling very low my energy just completely dropped. I don't know how else to describe it other than like, it was like my chi had left me. Like my energy Mm -hmm. had left, like I couldn't even like stand up without using a lot of energy. I felt hopeless Mm -hmm. and I'm a person that's all about us being on a soul mission and we're here for a reason. And suddenly I just felt like hopeless. I was like, I was like, nothing matters. Like why would I even sit at my computer today? Why would I do that? Nothing matters. And I just felt really isolated from everybody 
in my life and it was a really really dark time for me yeah and I had never um I never saw that for myself because I never really resonated when people would talk about mental health yeah or when people would talk about having anxiety or when people would talk about depression I was always like oh that's not me yeah I've got my shit together sorry can I swear yeah okay (laughs) fuck yeah I was always like I've I've got my shit together like no matter what would come up I would be able to handle it so suddenly I was like confronted with being in this state of being that I had no idea why I was there and I had no idea how to navigate it and it was really humbling because it's like oh Victoria you're human just like everybody else yes and because you had been clearly awakening that's honestly when so much of the darkness comes in. And so I have so much compassion for that time in my life that I've been talking about. And I so honor yours. I mean, that's one reason why we felt connected at that time because you and I were both so excited. We were curious. Yeah. We were like, babies, what is all this? Remember we did that breathwork session. Yeah. I, I, you, hadn't, you weren't even a breathwork teacher yet. You didn't even know that was going to be part of your path. And... You guided me through a Wim Hof that you just learned (laughs) and it was amazing. But you and I were both just dipping our toes in all these different modalities because we were soul curious. And then the universe, our guides were like, all right, so you're taking this out into the world. Well, it's time to really experience it. So yeah, we had the study in our pocket. I had the knowledge. But, and I thought I had the experience because I did have some hard times in life, but I didn't really have that experience with the awareness behind the experience. So I needed the darkness with the awareness of what's going on spiritually to truly be able to bask in it and understand it and be able to be who I am today for my soul's expansion and yours too. Oh, so beautifully put. And I, I resonate so much with what you said around us being on this path of awakening or you know, just like conscious awareness, where we're like, who am I, why am I here? We're both on that path, and for me, that made it even more difficult mm-hmm. when I initially fell into that dark place, because I was like, wait a second, I've been meditating every, bit, every day, yeah. I have the tools, like, yeah. why is this happening? But now, out the other side, I realize that most of us, as humans, have that pain living inside of us, from our childhoods where we were imperfectly loved, where we were made to believe that we're not good enough. And we've just internalized it so deeply. Mm -hmm. And our subconscious mind became so good at protecting us from that because Mm -hmm. we weren't ready to face it. Mm -hmm. And then when you come onto this awakening path and you start to do that deep self-inquiry, then your subconscious mind is like, ooh, they're ready. And then it starts to bring all of the stuff to the surface that just wants to be loved and healed. So looking back at it, I'm like, I understand why it was happening then. It knew I was ready to love those really dark parts of me. See this? Look at that. (laughs) Legit chills. Yeah, legit legit like mountain bumps, volcanoes. My hair is the explosion. It's that moment when you realize, and you kind of step out as the observer for a second, my human self happens to be going through this experience. I'm in this dark time or this person who I happen to embody is going through this dark time because they need this contrast yeah. in order to really understand the beauty of life. Because mm-hmm. how, how else would you know? Mm-hmm. How else would, could you really see how wonderful life is? And 
that is something I always knew. And I would even say, oh yeah, you gotta experience the dark to really embody the light and, you know, quote Gandhi and Buddha and listen to Elizabeth Gilbert talk about it and everybody else. Yet I realized, and I thought I understood it, but only to such a depth. I could only get so far. It was like I understood the surface of it. But actually being able to really experience it, which was supposed to happen, that is what really helped me embody it fully so I can just love me. Oh, yes. And I love how you said that about the contrast. Yeah. Because the dark has a beauty to it in itself, doesn't it? I mean, when we're in it, we're not freaking saying that. We're not like, mm -hmm. oh, this darkness is so beautiful. <laughs> it's like, it's so awful. But yeah. I, I don't know if you can relate, but I was taught to suppress all negative emotions. Yeah. I was taught to always just try and be like happy. You know, anger. Yeah, yeah, you, you know who I was. Probably like a lot of people listening. Yeah. So, whenever there was any darkness I just suppressed it and so to mm -hmm. be at this point where I was just like fully in darkness I was like okay I'm just gonna feel this and I I remember I would wake up and I would repeat to myself like for so long this is pain this is pain mm. this is pain and rather than trying to make it something bad like oh no I need to get rid of this pain I would just be like this is the human experience of pain. Mm-hmm. You befriended it in some yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, if you have not yet taken advantage of Euromagic's Fabletics offer and you happen to be a yogi or a runner or just active and an athlete in some way, then I am telling you, you are missing out <laughs> as Fabletics has an extra special treat for the Soul Tribe, gifting you two leggings for only $24 at fabletics.com forward slash magic. Okay, wait, there's more. So sponsorship aside, I actually do pay on my own the monthly VIP membership program because, well, obviously I love Fabletics and their quality, but also when I do log on to buy some more yoga clothes, I get an abundance of clothes at an insanely discounted price. So let me tell you about my recent receipt. So I realized I had a few months of VIP dollars and points saved up. And then I was just browsing their sale items and a few of the new. And I just kept adding many to my cart. Mostly um, high-waisted yoga pants and uniquely designed sports bras. And I ended up getting 13 items. 13 high-quality, cozy Really cute, as in compliment-worthy items, which, by the way, came to a total of $394.45 plus tax. But then, thanks to my VIP, I actually ended up only paying $26.54, and I got free shipping. Yep, it is kind of worth it. And the listeners of this podcast gets this opportunity too. I just, I love to bin shop yoga clothes because, well, A, right now it's a new season and B, Fabletics has a sports bra I realized named Raquel spelled my very, very uncommon way. So I, I had to, I just had to. Plus, I'd like to think that I was Kate Hudson's muse for this sculpt sports bra. <laughs> yeah, I wish. It is time for you to pick up your two pairs. So when you do, I highly recommend one of your pairs be one that I'm actually wearing right now 
the cashel fold over pure lux legging that's that's a handful to write down so i'll just add it to the show notes so again at first try out two leggings for only 24 us dollars at fedletics.com forward slash magic and i'm sure you can add more to your cart and save loads and every time you go to shop for new yoga clothes you will save loads Again, that's fabletics.com forward slash magic. And now, on with the show. So, Victoria and I, we ended up moving spots right after she said what she said because um, people came in to sweep the yoga shala. And you know what? Mama Bali Flow. So we found another beautiful spot. By the way, where we happen to be, so this is the place that I'm staying, and Victoria's hosting a retreat here in October like, yeah. are you kidding me? There are so many hotels in Bali. And so, here we are. I'm considering also maybe having my retreat here, but this place also does feel like home. Like, I feel like I could always stay here every time I'm here. Yeah. It's such a beautiful it's energy. In the jungle. And I've gotten like close with some of the people, the staff, and oh. it's in the jungle. I mean, hello. <laughs> How beautiful can you get? This reminded me, because I usually begin my podcasts with a prayer, I have always done it on my own, or when Ali did this with me, that's how we started every podcast, was just between the two of us together, and then when I continued on on my own, I just did it on my own before I invited the guest on, and then I decided, you know what, what if I start doing it with the guest? And I do read the energy of the guest, because I feel like I don't want to off-put some guests that might not resonate so much with the idea of praying to have a divine guidance, and that's so okay. Most guests do, though, that come on this show. <laughs> but, Victoria, would you grab my hand? I would love to. Amazing. Dear divine guidance, angels, thank you so much for connecting Victoria and I at this time, and for planting us in each other's presence years ago and connecting us for a reason that was beyond anything that we could fathom at that time as you have given us many signs that it's because we're on paralleled journeys in many ways. And may this time we deliver a message, a universal truth from our life experience or whatever message you intend for us to deliver for the expansion of everyone listening and even each other and also may this continue without any sort of interruption or tech issues so this does get into the ears so well and smoothly for everyone listening aho <laughs> that's what reminded me about the prayer because i usually pray for no interruptions <laughs> we want to be invited in <laughs> they're like hey hey yeah, tapping hey. you on the shoulder yeah, time to invite we us in yep yeah because I do think that they respect they're only going to really come in and through if we ask. Exactly. I believe the exact same thing. And yeah. I find I can get into victim mode sometimes. I'm like, why wasn't my, why were my angels there for me? It's like, first off, sometimes you just need to experience something. Yeah. Secondly, I rarely asked them for guidance. So 
and not just there to like protect us so yeah and you can pray every morning as well to protect you and I definitely do in the evening because that's when I really start to feel things around (laughs) and then and then I pray for their protection I feel so good but also I see my own light and I feel so good yeah I realize like there are moments where I'm easily like angels why is this happening yeah total victim victim mode we all fall into that And we all fall into the humanisms. That's why you and I are talking about this darkness because some people might be in that state right now. If you are in a dark place wearing a gray lens for whatever reason, and yet at the same time you feel like you're doing all the things, you're meditating, you're doing breath work, you're going to yoga class, you're reading, you're listening to expansive conscious podcasts, and you're doing all the things, yet at the same time for whatever reason, and you have no idea why, but you just happen to be in a dark place. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It's actually really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And how did you befriend your dark place? I felt it. Mm -hmm. At first I resisted it, but then I just went fully into it. And it may sound kind of weird, but for about Mm -hmm. a month straight, I would go to a graveyard every evening and I would just cry. Here in Abud? No, it was in Canada. It was in the small town I was in. And I just stopped doing all of my practices. You know how it's like, oh, when you're in a yes. tough place, you should journal every day. And I would yes. like, I'd pick up my pen to go to my journal, but uh-uh. anything that would come out was so dark that uh-huh. I couldn't even bear to like look at the words on the page. So I was yes. like, F journaling, I'm not journaling right now. And the only place I found solace was just, and I wasn't, I had, hadn't learned how to cry. I was not a crier because I suppress everything. So I would just go to the graveyard and I would walk around and I would just ball my eyes out and lay in the grass and just letting myself fully feel it and as I was saying before just being like this is what pain feels like this is what deep existential loneliness feels like this is what purposelessness feels like and just fully letting myself go into it was really helpful there were a few other things that were helpful too one was um, letting myself receive support and not Mm -hmm. just trying to do it on my own because that was one of my particular patterns that I was Mm-hmm. healing at the time was like you don't have to be strong you don't have to be perfect you can be a mess and you're still mm-hmm. lovable Victoria I, I hadn't learned that yet I thought that if I was a mess that everybody around me would be like oh my goodness Victoria is way too much like I need to get out of here so there was a person in my life at that time that I'm so grateful for that just showed up and every day I was like I'm so sorry that you have to deal with me this way. And she was like, what are you talking about? You're you. And Mm -hmm. like, I love you and I'll be here even if you're a quote unquote mess. So that was very healing for me. It's interesting how there, sometimes it's just one person, one person that sees you. And if you have a friend that happens to be going through that, that you really, really love and being just like that one person. Now I'm more conscious about that too. Um, Especially because a lot of people aren't aware that people are going through this for their spiritual awakening in a sense. Yeah. You know, this is part of their purpose, but they do, it does help to just kind of have that inkling of somebody that can see you. Totally. And one thing that I found really difficult at that time was this narrative that we have around being in a dark place, whatever you call it, if you call it depression or anxiety, whatever the labels are that we use, the narrative around it is that we need, that the person's like broken and that we need to be worried. So Mm -hmm. if I I shared with a few of my friends where I was at and the, the response that I got back was, oh my goodness, I'm worried about you. 
are you okay? I'm really worried about you. And that energy just yeah. pushed me even further away yeah. from them because I'm like, why are they worried about me? Is something like terribly wrong? Yeah. Rather than the energy of, hey, it's okay. You're human. Mm. You're allowed to be however you are and I've got you. And I see you and it's okay yeah. to go through this. That actually is one of the reasons why I was off of Instagram for so long mm -hmm. because I was resisting. And I would ask myself each week, do I feel like posting anything? No, no, until I just didn't feel like posting and even opening. But sometimes when I would like take a peek, a lot of my DMs were just from people that knew me. What bothered me, instead of like texting me to see if I'm okay, they wondered where I was and if I'm okay because I haven't been posting on Instagram. And that kind of irked me. Mm and I didn't even respond. And so I ended up just deleting the app as that is one of the reasons. Yeah. But of course I just was going through something so I needed to get it off my phone. Yeah, and so I just thought that was interesting that they would reach out there, but at least you know they were reaching out, but it wasn't that worried energy and I didn't really want that at that time. Yeah, it I can wanted amplify just, yeah. what we're already feeling inside. We're yeah. like, we're confused, there's some chaos going on inside. To have that reflected on the outside can be a little bit I know. ungrounding. Not it a was favorite thing. Like yeah. the rug was ripped from under, yeah. 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 What helped you befriend your darkness? What helped you through that time? The last word you just said, there's one, there's time. Because mm. you really can't, there's no shortcut to it. Yeah. And there's no fast pass. It's going to happen how it happens. Mm -hmm. Yet, when I started to realize, like, okay, I'm going through this dark time for a reason, I did trust that it would, the light in it would come in divine timing. And when I did actually start to see it, I saw pockets of light more. Mm -hmm. And I also started to see that I was still so guided because magically, I would be able to show up in my highest state mm -hmm. for the podcast or for the guests or my interactions with the yomis but at the same time i also was able to bask in the darkness and tap into a lot of creative energy when i had the energy because mm -hmm. there are a lot of times where i was just so numb and i didn't want to do anything mm -hmm. you yeah. know i really didn't want to go out and socialize i was living in london i was traveling or yeah i was living in london for a long time and that city was actually very supportive for me because of how gray it was. Mm -hmm. It was reflecting my mood. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful for that time there, which I was telling you about. So just knowing that it was gonna happen in divine timing. That's so powerful. And that's the reason when you asked me what helped me befriend my darkness, I paused for so long yeah. because there isn't one thing. No. It wasn't like, all right, team, uh -huh. I've got the solution. So if you're listening right now and you're in a dark time, you are in luck. You Take my fun. course. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just not how it works. Uh -uh. And for both of us, mm -mm. the biggest thing that helped was just being with it. Yeah. And it sounds like for you as well, a certain amount of surrender, like yes. surrendering control and yeah. not being like, okay, great. It's week two of feeling this way. So yeah. I'm going to move it this week. I'm going to shift it. But just being like, okay, this is how yeah. I'm feeling right now. I surrender what wants to show itself to me from this. What wants to happen next? I'm here. Yeah, exactly. And I did surrender to it when I was in a place where I was felt like I was allowed to. Yeah. Because I didn't also have to turn myself on for other people because yes. I was 
I know, that I was like alone there. <sighs> I left the people that I was around. It can happen sometimes yeah. when people haven't, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a so bad thing. So neither of us are placing no. blame, but it's like if no. somebody hasn't confronted their own darkness, then seeing it in somebody else can make us uncomfortable. Yeah. And then we're like, what's wrong? Why aren't they happy? Yeah. And so it doesn't just let us be as we are. We are. So. Well, the thing is, I felt like I had to continue to be a sunbeam and turn on. And my soul was feeling resistant to that because I needed to let shit out yeah. and like really like be with that. But I think that's why it was also so prolonged because I was hiding, I was masking it for so long, but I convinced myself that I was fine and I was sunny because I'm meditating all the time. I'm doing all the yoga. I have the most amazing friends in life. I genuinely felt like I was fine. I just had things going on within, yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was fine and had a handle on it, but it, it really wanted to let out. And so I needed to be on my own to let it out and not, and not put anybody through that. Yeah. <laughs> and I love what you said there around like you were trying to, you thought you had it under control. You're like, I'm meditating, I'm doing yeah. all this. And I find that's one of the difficult things about this idea of like mindset shifts of like, you just yeah. need to meditate on it. You just need to shift it. You just need to journal on it. Well, of course, those are beautiful tools. Yeah. And sometimes it is just a little mindset shift. Yeah. Sometimes the mindset shift or us thinking that it's just a mindset shift is masking the deeper work that actually wants yes. to happen. And that was a big part of my challenge was like, I would wake up in the morning and you know that like Tony Robbins energy where it's like, nothing yes. can bring down your energy today. Yes. Just shift Which it. I thought I always had to be in. Yeah, exactly. Which is the, it's the yang. Yeah. It's the really intense yang, which is beautiful if that's flowing naturally through us. But yeah. to feel like we need to force ourselves into that brings us out of honoring what actually is inside of us. And so it was yeah. when I finally relinquished those mindset shifts and was like you know what I'm just gonna have a terrible week and I'm yeah. just gonna feel like crap was when I started being able to go into the depth and you surrendered and, I and surrendered. listened and the shadows they were able to come up but release and it sucks yeah. but guess what we decided to live this human experience yeah. for whatever reason yeah. and honestly the only way for our soul to expand is to have these moments and guess what in all honesty, we're probably going to have another moment of darkness. Yeah. We're definitely going to have another moment in darkness in life, even though you do breath work daily, yeah. even though I meditate and I don't say I meditate daily all the time anymore, but I definitely do something conscious and yeah. align for myself and I'm in flow. And guess what? Sometimes I do wake up with that gray lens, but I know what to do to kind of bring more light into it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, and that is actually such a conscious shift. Do you it's different though. Do you feel like if you went through a darker period again, mm -hmm. that it would be different oh, somehow yeah. because you've oh, been yeah. through it once? What, oh, yeah. what might be different? Good question. Let me tap into my sidekick. Just kidding. No. You know what? I think I'm going to be, instead of having to resist it, yeah. I'll just embrace it yeah. and befriend it and be like, I am going through this dark period. And you know what? Even being here... I haven't had like a dark period where I feel depressed, you know, but I have a couple of times woken up with a little more of a gray lens or I'm feeling off and I had plans with some people. No, it wasn't plans. I had a inflow situation and met up with some people um, and I was in that place, but I allowed myself and I told them, I'm like, look, right now I'm feeling a little meh, so I'm just going to be like meh. Mm -hmm. And because they're conscious enough, they're like, I mean, we are in a mood. They're like, okay, cool. Yes, I love And they that. were totally cool with me. But I still got to just, you know, be around them. But I was just 
being me and accepting it meh. changes everything doesn't oh, it oh yeah and it's interesting the labels we get it like even calling it meh i know it's so interesting i'm just i'm still thinking about all of this and like the narratives that society has given these moods already dictates how we feel about it because you said something before about tapping into your creativity yeah so it's like what if these meh times are just times when we're meant to feel a little bit more reflective and inward facing yes. and what if that's like where our beautiful creativity lies and it's not meh at all uh -uh. it's it's interesting just to see how we've been programmed and I like know. i still am programmed yeah in certain ways. <gasps> same because just because i'm in a quote-unquote darker which is what we're just labeling it mood but that dark mood maybe that's light but if you were in a higher dimension and they're seeing that darker is like a beauty moment for them to come through and allow us to yes. tap into our divine creative expression which for me can never be time blocked or scheduled i have yeah. to actually be in some sort of it doesn't have to be a dark mood or a light mood it just has to be in that mood to create whatever it is but yeah that meh is also not defined it's just a vibrational state that is not bad or good mm -hmm. it just is and there's no word that you can label it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when we accept wow. things, then we can just move through life without like, yeah. this is so good. Oh, that's so bad. It's just, yeah. and you do that so beautifully, Raquel. And it's been really mm -hmm. cool to meet up with you now because I can see you in that flow where you're like, now this is happening. Now this is happening. <laughs> and it just allows for life to unfold as this beautiful yeah. mystery in front of us. Yes. And that's one thing that I actually, because we live in this world full of people that thrive, it genuinely excites them and lights them up. So that's beautiful. Like they feel so aligned with that. For example, like Gary Vee is one person I always bring up as an example of this, but there are so many others who embody this person that has like this daily schedule and they work really hard or whatever. And they're, you know, super excited about knowing what's going on to happen on their day, that lights them up and that's awesome. Like they're supposed to have that experience for whatever reason, but I used to feel like I had to be that. Yeah. When my actual design of a human, which thank you human design and thank you astrology for just giving me that confirmation of this inner knowing that I already knew that I'm just not that type of person. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. Do you know how much I struggled when we were at Hubud co-working space? Like I couldn't focus because, yeah. and I would try to time block my days, but it just wasn't for me. It yeah. would just come when it came. Yeah. You know, and some people are good at mixing it up. Literally, I'm like on one end of the spectrum, Gary Vee's on the other end of the spectrum, yeah. and some people are really good in the in-between. Yeah. And so I finally honor that which is like a part of me honoring myself. We don't need any of these tools. We don't need human design and astrology and we don't need them, but they really, really help. Yeah, and it's the difference is not giving our power away to it, isn't it? Because if you choose to use a tool from your sovereignty and you're like, I'm good, and right now I want to bring this tool or this routine or this ritual into my life because I feel like it would support me, Yes. that's different than being like, I have to do this or In else I'm order not. to... Yeah, unless otherwise I'm not spiritual enough. Yeah. I need to <laughs> oh, goodness, grab yeah. my Palo Santo, otherwise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise the podcast is just not going to be a good podcast. And you know what? Sometimes I used to every single podcast have to grab my crystals, have to light the sage, all the crystals around, which I still like to do. But now I have a different intention behind it. Instead of this podcast won't go well without these. It's more so. Thank you for your support right here, and it's just nice to have your presence here. But look, you and I don't have anything around us, 
And this is a magical podcast. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Two, <laughs> two humans that are just comfortable in ourselves mm-hmm. and know that we're enough. And then you can mm-hmm. just move through life with that full cup. And obviously, yeah. as you said before, it's not like we're perfect no. or that we're never going to experience that again. But it's, it's a really beautiful feeling. And out the other side of those dark days, I feel more sure of myself than I ever have before and it's coming from a deeper place where it's like no matter what I'm I'm okay yeah because even at the bottom of my barrel quote-unquote I'm still me yeah I'm still me and I don't need the crystals and I don't need to clear the room by burning anything I don't need to do any of that like I've I've got me we're okay and everything else on top of that is just bonus I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> this is why I love Victoria, guys. But you know what's amazing? Both of us, we definitely had these super expansive, soul-curious conversations back in the day, but they are so different between then and now. And I would like to thank the darkness for mm-hmm. that. That's so beautiful. Very <laughs> few people thank the darkness. Mm-hmm. That's very beautiful. I will echo that. I double thank the darkness. (laughs) (laughs) And if anybody's listening right now that's in the darkness, then we're shouting out your darkness right now. Your darkness is fucking awesome. (laughs) We're flushing your darkness down. I've been a fan of Hum's gut instinct specifically for a while now, as you probably know, which contain 10 strains of probiotics and 25 billion organisms with 30 vegan capsules in their 130-day supply. And now that I'm also turning 29 soon, I'm starting to become more aware of this thing that I could never really fathom because I think I thought I was invincible, but something called aging, which I guess does apparently happen. So I'm taking their turn-back time age-defying skin cell protection supplements, which contains turmeric and phytopolyphenols for antioxidants, and polypodium leucotomos as a UV guard. And forgive me if you happen to be very smart and you know how to actually pronounce what I just said properly, because I'm not confident in how I pronounced any of that. Anyway, so HUM is continuing to gift the Soul Tribe 20% off their purchase when you use the promo code MAGIC at checkout. Their supplements have been meticulously selected to help you out with any sort of tummy issues, skin issues, nails, metabolism, energy, sleep, or nutritional deficiencies that you might possibly need with the highest quality ingredients possible. And HUM products, they are gluten-free, they're non-GMO, and most of them are vegan. And the Soul Tribers can receive a free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the right hump supplement for their needs. They also have deals often, like buy three for 25% off. But on top of that, 25% off, you get your 20% off with the promo code MAGIC. So why not? Just go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. <laughs> I thought that was a perfect time when we were shouting out your darkness, and I just had a commercial break for everybody, um, because Victoria and I were just going with Mama Bali Flow. Men were working where we were located, and it was okay, because the energy just needed a sh- short reset, 
a short recess as well. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to wrap this up soon. But Victoria, I love you so much. And I'm so thankful that you were able to share all this about your darkness and your period, but also it resonates so much with me. And I'm sure many of the people listening, just so they know that they're not alone. Like they're so not alone in this, even if they want to isolate themselves or they feel nobody around them gets it. Perhaps nobody around them gets what you're awakening to and the grander reason behind this, which again, what you're going through is not positive or negative. It just is. I would like to say it's actually positive and not negative. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's like rising above the good and bad to everything is okay. I know exactly what you mean. It's not that it's positive and mm -hmm. like a smiley, yeah. everything rainbows. must be rainbows positive, yeah. but it's a positive from that bigger picture positive yeah. where it's like, it's all beautiful. It's all happening for us. For this expansion. I mean, yeah. as beautiful and as much as we do need some people that are rarities, that are enlightened beings, and I used to think I needed to reach for this state of enlightenment or something, and I don't even know why I felt like chasing <laughs> it. But now I'm honestly just basking in my humanisms. And if you met me in person, you know I'm so human. And then honestly, all the conscious people that I hang out with, they are so human, yeah. you know? We have our quirks and we have our silly things that we're interested in and that light us up that, you know, maybe people that have the spiritual ego that they're attached to might want to roll their eyes at. Mm -hmm. But no, whatever you're interested in, whatever lights you up, especially when you're in that dark state, that's definitely something to truly enjoy no matter what it is. Yeah. Even if it's watching Disney movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not speak of our experience or anything. <laughs> Binge watching Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to the Little Mermaid. Shout out uh, to the Lion King. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for creating this platform because mm -hmm. I know when I was in that dark place, one of the most painful parts of being in that place was feeling alone. Mm -hmm. and not alone like physically alone like I could be in a room full of my friends but if my friends weren't understanding where I was at it I just felt so alone mm -hmm. in that part of my human experience so to be able to listen to podcasts like this mm -hmm. or read posts where people are talking about you know these people that we look up to mm -hmm. where they're talking about the human side of their experience where mm -hmm. everything is okay that's one thing that just really made me feel like, oh, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, I don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I can just, I'm, I'm still awesome as Victoria that's experiencing all of this. So I love you, Raquel, and mm -hmm. thank you so much for creating a platform where people can tune into conversations like this. Mm, thank you. I love you. <laughs> Wait, I have to ask you one last question, mm -hmm. but I ask all the Euro Magic guests. Mm -hmm. Because Victoria's going to come back on when I'm back here later this year. So <laughs> you'll hear from her again so I can ask her all my fun random fire questions. But the last question. Mm -hmm. Screw that. I want to ask you random fire questions. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> I really want to know this stuff. Okay, cool. I'm ready. So, hell yeah. Are you an early bird or a night owl? 
early bird 100%. I know, I love you are. the early morning before the rest of the world is woken up, and I feel so spacious. You're like an early, early bird. Early bird. Not like, just like an early bird. You're like an early bird. I love it. That's where I can like connect to my guides the most, where I get my best ideas, and Same. I just I feel amazing in the mornings. It's so different. I actually have had a few mornings here where I wake up right before 7, like slightly right before, and the sun's already up, and it feels not the same because I need it. I, I, I have this deep connection in the early, early mornings. I know what you mean. It's like, why is the day almost halfway over? I know. <laughs> I like want to wake up when it is still. Yeah. Amazing that you can just let yourself be in flow though. Yes. Because I respect that so much. I used to be so rigid where I'm like, same. I have to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning or something's same. wrong. So same. I prefer early mornings, but when I'm traveling or just... Yeah around people that are waking up later it's also beautiful to just be able to do whatever we got to do oh i am so honoring the flow because also i've been able to honor the time at 5 a.m or at 4 40 when i wake up or something i've been able to really really when i do wake up at that time like really really enjoying it two days ago when i woke up at that time i just randomly was in the mood to dance mm -hmm. and i was really excited to be awake at that hour because i kept waking up when the sun was already up you know, so I was really enjoying that moment, like that hour, whereas when I made sure to do it every day, so I even set my alarm, even if I, that meant I only got six hours of sleep and my body still wanted to sleep, but I really just thought I needed to be up at that hour so I can hear what my guides are saying and so I can write it and so I can do all the things. <laughs> I can feel yes. the rigidity as you're <laughs> describing it. So rigid. And now flow mm -hmm. is all it is for me. And I'm, my body's going to wake up when she wants to wake up. Yeah, but she's still an early bird, yeah. naturally. And she'll know when she wants to get up at five to listen to her guides. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My guides will tap me. Yeah. They've been tapping me a lot right at 2 a.m. And I'm like, right now? Okay. Know. Sometimes it's easier to communicate in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that too sometimes. It's it's cool waking up in the middle. I, yeah. I understand night owls for that reason. Because mm. the nighttime is where all kinds of beautiful mysteries oh, yeah. can drop in. So. I respect night owls. Yeah. It's just not my natural state. <laughs> I know, not my natural state. I honestly sometimes I'm curious to like try it just to try it because I know, I mean, if I can adjust to Bali's time, if I can adjust to traveling, I can, we can all adjust to anything. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, but I feel like I also know I wouldn't be in my natural state. Like you just said, natural state. I feel so aligned in the mornings. But it would be interesting because there are people that get their creativity hits them around the 1 a.m. hour. Mm -hmm. And I mean, some of the greatest minds and creators have created their most fascinating creations at 2 a.m. Who knows? Maybe you have a night owl period coming up in your life. Maybe. <laughs> this was like a seed. This was a seed. Yes. <laughs> and okay, we know your zodiac sign now. Mm -hmm. Ooh, spirit animal. I... I don't think I have one spirit animal. Um, different animals come to me at different times in my life. Oh. Yeah. Like recently, I've been connecting with dolphins a lot. Like I, I was in that. LA last week and we went swimming and there were dolphins everywhere. <sighs> and then I went to get a new hoodie at the used clothing store that day and there was like a dolphin hoodie. Wow. And then I went to the bookstore to get a book and there was like a dolphin book and yeah, so right now the dolphins, which are very wise creatures, by the yes. way, they've been speaking to me, but at different points in my life, it's been different animals. Wow. I also, for whatever reason, I don't know if you resonate with this at all. I don't know why koala 
came mm. to. I don't know why. I've never felt that and before. Maybe it's coming up. I'm Maybe suddenly very, the koalas yeah. will be speaking to me. And I have no idea what their significance is or what their but spirit animal through. meeting. Yeah, I just saw it. I was like, oh, koala. Oh, interesting. I? I'll be talking to the koalas. So <laughs> I'll let you know what the koalas have to say. <laughs> I love it. Um, and do you know any of your past lives? I do know. know where they were? No. I do know a few of my past lives. Um, the most significant one for me that's guided me in this life has been one where I was very, very materially successful, but I got to that place um, by hiding a secret about myself Ooh, and by uh, doing things not in the most ethical way and it burdened me that entire life and I couldn't tell any of my closest friends or family about it so I was kind of living this what on the outside was an awesome life but felt really terrible about it and in this life I feel such a strong resonance with my like my ethics and my values and I will only ever do something if it aligns with my values and I'm redefining success for myself in this lifetime rather than it being these milestones that I need to hit it's living my life in accordance with my values and then it's really cool because I've watched my own success come from that and I've hit all of the quote-unquote typical societal milestones but doing them in a way that feels really awesome for me whoa and yeah. aligned with you it's interesting as you were talking about that I was having like I was feeling the presence of that person that you were was mm. female it was, it, or so male? it was a male in that specific okay. lifetime I was talking about but that was a pattern for me so I had oh okay felt a female yeah oh interesting okay yeah. wow yeah I had another past life where I was um a very successful like prostitute basically mm -hmm. but like a high class prostitute and it was the mm -hmm. same thing where I had all the success I had the jewels I had the I was around I was like in the beautiful house and everything but I didn't feel aligned with yeah. my values so yeah. maybe that's who you were tuning into whoa maybe, oh. <laughs> isn't that beautiful that all of these memories live within us yeah. and the things that are unresolved can keep tapping us on the shoulder I know to serve us and we'll have to we'll experience it in some way in this life perhaps mm -hmm. just to you know expand a bit mm -hmm. expand a bit so now you are married not well, yet not, i'm sorry now <laughs> you are engaged, I am to, engaged be to be married which is nuts okay first of all how do you feel about this it feels so good. I never thought I would get married in this conventional way. I thought it was kind of silly and I just had never met anybody that I would want to do that with. And now being with Cam, it just feels, we're just, we're partners. We're partners in this life. We've got each other's backs. We're here to amplify each other and support each other and take our missions to the next level together. So we're already committed in that way, no question. So and beautiful. getting married just feels kind of like a 3D party where yeah. we get to bring all of our like friends and family together and be like, hey, we're celebrating love. So I, I'm excited about I it. I so honor that and I love that and I think it's so beautiful. Also, you know, to experience this part of the human experience of really wanting to actually commit to another person with ceremony and yes. having other people honor it too. That's how I see marriage now, because I used to think like, oh, that's so silly, but it's not about the paper, it's not about the taxes, it's not about, you know, it doesn't mean you can't 
consciously uncouple at one point, which yeah. that's the, not no. The but thing, I'm with but you. Yeah. It's like we've both agreed. We're like, if that ever wanted to happen, we would do that. Yeah. But right now you're celebrating each other and how much you love each other and being soulmates. And I think that's so beautiful. And so I so honor it. And I'm so excited for you. Thank you. And how would you define love? Mm, I've never been asked that question before. So I'm really feeling into it. Oh, take your time. I have people pause all the time <laughs> between questions. Love is... It's a frequency, and I can feel it, but it's almost hard to use the English language or any human language to define it. So I'll just do my best with what's coming through for me. It's a frequency of all oneness, and in that all oneness, it's, it's all okay. It's all enough, it's all more than enough. And when we look at that at an individual level, it's like, I'm, I'm loved, I'm loved because I'm, I'm more than enough, I just, I am. And it's like what we were talking about before, around there's no, there's no more good and bad. There's just this beautiful energy that is always. And when we tap into that, fear dissolves, insecurities dissolve, worrying about our futures and our careers, all of that dissolves because everything just is and it's beautiful and for me that's the frequency of of love and it sounds really cheesy no. <laughs> but but it's a feeling it's a feeling what i have noticed is that when people are answering from their soul and you do it the same way i do which i thought was so beautiful because you have to go within and just put the victoria aside just take a back seat for a bit and allow the soul to answer because this is such a profound question though it's such a simple question but the simplicity of the wisdom behind it is honestly the purest and most true mm -hmm. and so that was so beautiful and so from the soul and comes from such a old soul cosmic place mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you yeah. and I feel like even if some people listen to those words and either don't understand them or find them cheesy it's it's the energy behind it, isn't mm -hmm. it? We can we can feel the energy behind mm -hmm. each other speaking. So mm -hmm. hopefully the transmission went through. I'm sure it did. <laughs> I mean, it hit me. It hit me. Um, Thank you for asking that question. Yeah. That's an epic question. Another epic question. So the universe mm -hmm. gave you free billboards, so at absolutely no cost whatsoever, across the main highways and major cities all around the world and you can deliver one message on all of these billboards, what would the billboards read? So if this was actually happening, I would take a long time to make sure that the message that I put up there was right because mm -hmm. that's an amazing opportunity. Yeah, right. But what I'm just going to share what's coming up right now in the moment is um, do your inner work because at first stuff was coming up around like love each other or accept each yeah. other but I feel like those words are so overused that we don't actually know what they mean anymore yes, we don't always lost. yeah they've lost some of their depth and we don't always take them to heart but what I found at the depth of all of that is what we were talking about today which is like if we do our inner work then the love will come yeah. and the harmony between humans in the world will come and the yeah. success in our careers will come. Yeah. Everything comes when we do our inner work. So yeah. that's what I would put up there. Oh. oh, and then the last question that I ask all of the Euro Magic guests, 
How would you advise your own magic listeners to create their own magic? I would invite you to spend time being with yourself. We live in such a noisy world these days. If you live in a city, then it's actually physically noisy. But then we have social media, we have the news, we hang out with so many people, there's FOMO. And in all of that noise, it's very easy for us to lose touch with what we're feeling moment to moment and what our inner guidance wants us to know. And I don't even mean at like a really spiritual level always, but just like, how are you feeling right now? What do you wanna do right now? Who do you want to hang out with right now? What do you want to say? How do you want to spend your time right now? Those very basic things, sometimes we just lose touch with that. And the most helpful thing that I find is to make sure that I'm spending a lot of time with myself. And that's why I wake up early every morning. Before I even like hang out with my partner, I go into my little meditation nook and I just... So I, sometimes I don't even quote-unquote meditate. Mm-hmm. I literally just sit with myself and I feel mm-hmm. what's going on. So that's, that's the invitation I will leave you with is to spend more time doing that. You do truly honor yourself. I see it. I feel it. And I honor you so much. And I honor your journey and how you've evolved. And you've reflected in me how much I've evolved, which sometimes we can lose sight of, even if we have this inner knowing of it. And... I'm so thankful for you. I love you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, beautiful soul. I appreciate you so much. I love you so much. And thank Mm. you for letting me chat with your people. Where can everyone find you? I hang out a lot on Instagram. That's Mm -hmm. my favorite platform to chat with people on. uh, Victoria underscore Bowman. And then the- B-A-U-M-A-N, which I'll put in the show notes. Um, and then I'm a breathwork facilitator, which I mentioned, and I do breathwork with The O2 Awakening, and you can find us at theo2awakening.com. We do workshops around the world and retreats, and they're really, really transformational. <laughs> like, this is next level breathwork, and if you've never experienced breathwork like this, I can't wait for you to try it. So come find us online, theotoawakening.com. No wonder your eyes are so clear. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And I'm going to put all her info in the show notes so everyone can connect with her. She's one of my, she she really is my favorite person that I know that lives here. Mm. Yeah. I love you. Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL, but also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks. My Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra. That is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E 
mantra. I'll put that in the show notes and make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations where I sprinkle in at least one new meditation a month and the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state for example like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings which i love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so i can be more creative in my day in addition to that other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals yada yada (laughs) anyway i love you all so much thank you so much for listening and have a magical day